0: all right all right right. welcome crowd funders it's me again sean neal the other half of woodshed agency sitting in for jeff wenzel because of coronavirus that's right uh today was the big d-day for coronavirus that uh uh, don't worry none of us are sick with it yet that we know of um no testing here uh no tests available and if, if it were we would probably not test positive but what did happen is uh michigan shut down all the schools today so uh early in the morning today we got word that schools are shut down and jeff had to take off and go grab the kids and go home and be a dad so that leaves yours truly here to take over the podcast for the next couple episodes so today we are going to sit down and have an awesome conversation with an indiegogo campaign called happy h-a-p-b-e-e choose how you feel this is a uh, what's best described is a uh, mood wearable. It's a device you wear around your neck or around your head that uh, um, shoots different magnetic fields and different frequencies to help help alter your mood and, and change your mood or maintain a mood. And uh, we're doing pretty well. You know, on a $15,000 fixed goal, they've raised about 410000 U.S. and going. About 10 days left. I'm going to have a conversation with Scott Donnell who is one of the co-founders based out of Phoenix um, and the campaign uh, headquarters is in Seattle. So he is uh, like the rest of us staying home and social distancing and working from home and not from the office. And uh, was kind enough to spend a few, few minutes with us to do the podcast and have a great interview and talk about um, kind of this interesting product and, and some thing, unique things that I've kind of stumbled upon to uh, raise a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar campaign when they really didn't think that they were. So uh, great conversation coming up there in a few minutes. Um, so let's talk about what's going on in the world, man. Strange times, strange times. You know, we uh, we have uh, pretty much canceled. I think the world's canceled today. We have baseball canceled. We have football, or, or baseball canceled. Uh, not football. Football's okay for now, I think thank God, but uh, basketball's canceled, hockey's canceled, and um, you know, something near and dear to my heart, many of you know that uh, you know, uh, Woodshed Agency started as a, you know, a previous company was a music company, and Jeff and I have musical roots, and if you dig real deep into my musical roots, uh, you'll find that I was uh, kind of formed by an activity called Drum and Bugle Chord, and, and some of you out there are going to be uh, uh, people that are in the drum and Bugle corps uh, family that have marched or know people that have marched or been part of it, but it's basically drum line and brass and color guard on the field and um, kind of like professional marching band, but touring in the summer, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, really high-end productions, you get on a bus, Memorial Day, you take off, you come home. Uh, at the end of August, and, and live a gypsy life. That that's pretty much how I spent um, my 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 time. 14 to 21 was uh, doing drum bugle corps. So my best friends in the world, some of my you know dearest closest people, um, to this day are people that I've met uh, doing drum. Corps. You know a big group of us guys that were in uh, the drum line of the Glassman, which is my alma mater from Toledo, Ohio. Um, we still get together once a year and have a big man's weekend. And um, so, you know, shortly after my time as an active member of playing, but during my time teaching, just after drum corps, um, we were watching the the color guard people, the flag people. They had this winter-based activity called Winter Guard, which is basically just the guard performing to music inside gyms. And it's super innovative. super fun. and look fantastic. And we were like, well, man, we got these drums, and, you know, we're... We want to do some stuff in the winter. What what if we started taking our drums into the gym, and started doing drumline-only shows? Just the drum and drums in the front ensemble and marching around and building some sets and wearing some costumes and doing that. So, you know, right around 1995-1996, myself along with um, uh, several dozen uh, recent drum corps alumni started doing this indoor drumline activity. Right, so, you know, fielding groups and um, it was very Spartan and very <laughs> very minimalist and primitive at the time, but it eventually grew into this um, um, activity that's since kind of taken over and and now informs the drum corps. It used to be you would know, try to do drum corps inside, and now drum corps is basically doing winter dark and <laughs> indoor drum line outside, and um, so. I tell you that story because um, every year in the first or second week of April uh, in Dayton, Ohio, all these they're called winter guards, the color guards, uh, and the winter drum lines, the indoor drum lines, all gather for a few weeks in Dayton, Ohio, and have their world championships. And it's high school groups and independent groups of people up to 22 years of age, and they come from all over America and Canada and, and the world, really. Um, descend upon Dayton, Ohio, and, and have this great world championships. And uh, unfortunately, we just heard yesterday that that has been canceled. Done. So right, right at the penultimate moment, a uh, few weeks in the end of March, when you're just finishing your power regionals, similar to the final four, narrowing down the competition, getting your, your A game on in your show, those little last changes in those little last tweaks, getting ready to head down to Dayton for world championships and it's canceled for coronavirus, and that's a, that's a sad, sad day. You know, it's a 25-year, 26-year tradition, you know, lost count, maybe even longer, of uh, that activity being alive and well, and to see it have to take a year off is, is pretty sad. And, you know, I feel pretty down about it. I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for a couple of the groups that uh, are still active and doing awesome really at the top of their game the activity that i had um the humble honor of being there for the beginning of and helping start and to see them have to end their season in this way is is really sad and i gotta imagine it's the same way that ncaa basketball players on the men's and women's teams feel right now and countless high school athletes seniors that were uh getting ready to head into championships or basketball or volleyball and only to find their their season come to an abrupt and uh and merciless end here, uh, because of this, uh, impending that's, that's a real bummer, you know, that's just a bummer because you should be able to, to finish on a high, you know, to go out and, um, with your best performance maybe of your life. And because those activities all kind of have an age cap on them. you either graduate school or, you know, when you hit 21 or 22, that, that's the limit. We call it aging out. Um, of winter garden, winter drum line, you know, that's it that's the end of the, that's the end of that chapter of life for some of those kids. And uh, I know when I aged out of drum corps um, in 95 in Buffalo, New York, it was a pretty emotional day, man. Uh, It put so much of my, uh, so much of my identity was wrapped up in being part of that organization and being part of that drum line and, and having that be the last show and you know, it's pretty merciless. You know, you finish the show, you finish finals and you all hop on a bus and scatter. You know, there's really no opportunity to kind of take a breath and, and digest that experience with people. You just, you're done. It's over. And, um, you know, that's, I remember that being a very bittersweet moment for myself. And luckily, you know, that organization was strong enough and that friendship and bond with those guys was so strong that we still get together, you know, like it's, like no time has passed every year that that's my favorite weekend of the year without a doubt but um you know i think we're pretty unique in that experience and not everyone's going to get that and and to have it end so abruptly and and without without resolution has got to be real tough you know? i feel bad for everybody i hope everyone stays healthy i understand why we have to do this to uh slow down the curve and and nip this uh, outbreak in the butt and try to save lives but uh you know let's hear it for the emotional toll of uh those athletes and musicians and and creators and doers and movers and shakers that were uh in the middle of something man i was in the middle of that I was how i was i was doing something there and it's over and that's uh uh that's a that's a bummer man. that's, a, that's not a good feeling to have so yeah. So enough of that on that down note. <laughs> oh, let's, let's talk about something happy. Um, you know, uh, um, I've since learned to end things better. Um, my, my run of Hedwig and the Angry Inch ended a few weeks ago and I got to say, I took a, a real professional mindset, had the best three performances of, of my run the last weekend and, and approached things even keel and, and had a great show, and uh, I'm proud to say my chops are there, man. I'm, I'm I'm getting back to the basics, doing my Dave Garibaldi paradiddles around the drum kit, building up the uh, the skill sets, and actively uh, actively thinking about what's next in music. You know, it doesn't end with me at the end the headache. It doesn't end with you know coronavirus. I don't age out. I'm loving to play drums, and loving to do that. So um, I'm in the woodshed at night, get my paradiddles on, increasing that foot speed, figuring out that that, that right foot double on the kick pedal that's so vexed me my whole career, and uh, uh, waiting for the opportunity to put that into action. Uh, so that's, that's a positive, and I'll be getting home to do that in a few short hours, so I'm looking forward to that. So... Let's get to the interview. Happy, choose how you feel, a a mood technology wearable. We're gonna have a conversation with Scott Donald here. Check it out. All right, Scott, the red light is flashing and that means that we are rolling. Let's do a little mic check first here. Um, tell me what you're doing to not catch coronavirus. <laughs> uh, great question. Uh,
1: I'm just living my normal life. I'm not gonna let the fear and the panic get me. I'm in a room by myself. How's that? Yeah. that's a good start. Me too. Me too. So, so you're
0: basically <laughs> licking doorknobs, licking silverware at restaurants. Yeah, you're that's right. I've got I've
1: got a three year old. I've got a three year old and a one year old, and so anytime they go in public, we have to block and tackle. To make sure they nice. don't grab something off the ground
0: <laughs> perfect perfect all right well it's looking good and sounding good here so all right. um tell me about happy this is uh this is a really interesting indiegogo and uh, i have questions so yeah <laughs> give me the elevator pitch what are we all about here
1: yeah so uh well i mean long story short it's been an incredible launch uh we've learned a ton i wish i had have followed you earlier, my goodness, (laughs) you you guys have more info than anybody. Um, But yeah, so we've learned a ton. Happy is um, an incredible technology. Uh, It's about 15 years in the making out of Seattle, Washington with um, our parent company. They've been um, using this technology in in the medical space for uh, actually brain tumors and and certain things they they can use these precise magnetic fields for. Um, and our company is utilizing it for consumer use. So the not intended for medical use, general wellness type feelings and moods, but we can adapt their technology to to play certain informed uh, magnetic fields to your body that delivers a, a feeling that's like taking a sleep aid to help you go to sleep at night, but you don't have anything in your body. There's no drug, there's no chemical or toxin or pill or drink or anything like that. Uh, we could do the same thing with mimicking a few cups of, you know, of energy drinks or cups of coffee or something like that, but there's no drug in the body. And there's a lot of people, as we've seen, that really like that idea of not having to put some chemical in your body to feel a certain way or to help balance you out. Uh, if you could just click a button in the oh, there you go. There's your Coke right there. <laughs> yeah, well, you should try that with our alert signal, to be honest. <laughs> it actually yeah. doubles the feeling. I mean, some people it's different, but you know, for instance, I, you know, I don't drink coffee at all. I do the alert signal instead or the pick-me-up. Um, the same with our happy signal. Our happy signal is really fun with happy hour drinks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. you know, I, I I actually uh, cut out 50,000 calories last year in 2019 oh, just right. by cutting. Yeah, I didn't stop drinking, but I mean, I love Manhattans and scotch and whiskey. And I only had one glass over a few hours instead of three or four. And I was able to do the signals with it and, and really elevate the feeling. So, um that's so the ideas
0: just, a, just to show you how we roll at woodshed and uh yeah. this is a this is an audio medium but <laughs> yeah we got the the heaven hill bourbon oh sorry you we, cut out there
1: for a second Beautiful. oh yeah
0: yeah, the heaven hill bourbon so you know we are we are truly a madman office with a little whiskey love cart it. over it's here so with fuzzy and i but um i love it yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I've been, you know, personally, I've been, uh, in the past eight months or so, you know, hit a, uh, one of those aha moments where I was way too heavy, and I've been on a, a CrossFit and diet and, you know, putting good stuff in my body bin. So, you're speaking my language Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've lost my like 80. That's really, Yeah. 80 pounds. 80 pounds. right? Yeah, and that's uh, a lot more to go, but... I lift heavy things now. Wow. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah. but
1: Well, that's, that's really what we're going after here is, you know, there's three types of people that are going to like this. People that, um, and, and there's a ton of different industries that we can um, target, but some people want to, you know, um, cut cold turkey altogether, right? Yeah. Maybe they want to come back off of no more coffee or drinks or sleep aids or whatever. Um, that's great that they can turn to us, but I think a lot more people are like me. I like to just, do this with other things, not go cold turkey, but I can cut back on coffee or energy drinks or, or, you know, even people that smoke, there's a way, you know, we have a pick-me-up signal that really makes them feel great, Um, and so, you know, maybe not go cold turkey, but you can definitely cut back and and keep yourself regulated, and then there's another crew that literally just want to double the... the They want to double the feeling of everything. You give it not to, give back me all of it. I want it all. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah so. we, know
0: that. we know that personality time Yeah. So, yeah so we, all yeah, right. So let's go down the skeptic highway first, because I think that's, you know, yep. both in terms of the product and, and marketing it, I think this is probably one of the first hurdles you had to overcome. Now, we've yep. seen, I don't think we've seen what you're doing in the marketplace before, but this concept of a, a mood-adjusting wearable. Has been yep. out there, and and I, I don't recall the name of it, but uh, as a major league baseball fanatic, I remember about you know seven eight years ago, these braided band magnetic necklaces were all the rage. I think it was like yeah. silver infused or. And um, how how are you different? You know, two two questions yeah. here, and this is going to be a loaded one, right? How are you different from some of these? Um, mood wearables for lack of a better word mood rings if you will uh and um and how you you mentioned there's a a medical um lineage to this how are you proving (laughs) or are validating the effects of this
1: yeah great question so yeah i'll start with uh the the wearable industry for for moods and feelings so there's there's popping up more and more companies that are indirectly related to what we're doing, right? Like direct stimulation devices are, are starting to get much more powerful. I mean y- you're talking about like San Mina golf bracelets and like yeah. make you make you putt better and this you know helps your energy level. And you know, look, I, I I haven't seen the science behind those. I'm not gonna, you know, try to bash on them at all or support them in any way. It's not what we're doing, but you know, certain people, whether it's placebo or not, like to have certain things, right? What we're actually going after is trying to prove out the, the science and the data side, and we're in a group of companies, um, Halo Neuroscience is probably one of the more popular, um, NeoRhythm, Apollo, you know, Muse, Think, there's these, these companies that are like wearable, mood-feeling devices where they're either, A, they're, they're using like, you know, neo, uh, neuroplasticity to shock your frontal cortex with nodes to deliver a certain response for memory, Or, you know, like some of our more direct competitors are trying to use frequencies on your head at different places to elicit, like, a sleepy feeling or a relaxed feeling or an alert feeling. Um, Those are more direct transcranial stimulation. They've got some studies out there. There's been a lot of studies, especially on safety as well. I mean, but the the biggest problem that they have is that it's just one frequency, it's just one field that they're giving that they claim has a lot of benefit and, and biologic effect. Our company differs in that we are actually trying to work at a subcellular level. Okay, we are literally trying to trigger receptor sites like like laser uh, target uh, certain parts of your body. So, you know, for instance, we with our alert signal, um, we want to try to mimic a co- like an energy drink or a few cups of coffee. So we are trying to trigger the exact same receptor sites throughout the body that those energy drinks or caffeine would. Okay. But it's, but there's no drug obviously. Right. Same with the sleepy signal, same with the, uh, the happy signal for happy hour drinks, same with the calm or relaxed signal, you know, calm. Our calm signal is more of a haze for your mind to help you kind of mellow out and think about one thing at a time. The relaxed signal is more of a muscle relaxant for your body. Right, it's a, it's a chill out for for your muscles, and it's because we use different types of source molecules to gather our, our in, you know our precise magnetic fields in our labs, right? And that's a whole another conversation of how they're doing this in the labs. Um, it's an incredible technology uh, taken from the uh, the navy about fifteen years ago um, using magnetometers actually, and so we've done a lot of work um, adop- adapting these magnetometers to be able to. Listen in to to the molecular level, level. Okay. So, so anyway, that's the difference, right? There's a lot of companies out there that's just going to try to shock your brain or your neck or your ears with like a 0.5 hertz or you know some sort of uh, stimulation. We are literally trying to precisely target. Think of like a frequency with a billion endpoints, right? Right. That we're literally trying to elicit a certain response and, and trigger receptor sites throughout the body, right? And, okay. and build, you know pathways in your brain. Um, and so we, we hope, you know, we've got six now, six signals now that we've had about four to 500 people use okay. um, with about 90% plus success rate, right? As in like, yes, I feel it. Yes, I feel sleepy or alert. I enjoy it. My heart rate goes up and down. Five to 10% of people have either a lot of trauma or they just don't know how they feel. Um, and about half of those people, if they do it about three to five times, they start to build the feeling. It's like they train their brain, and then they start to get the first few okay. sensations and feelings.
0: So is testimonial the primary way that you're validating the, that, yes, I do feel sleepy. You know, you're, you're right. Yeah. Are, are, these yeah. blind, are, these, are these blind testing, or are, are you telling them, hey, we're trying to achieve the sleep result? Do you feel that? Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that would be leading the witness. Yep. Um, so, Probably. yeah, placebo is, a,
1: <laughs> look, placebo is one of our biggest things that we're trying to uh, tackle um, right. because there is placebo with almost any drug or device. Sure. And so we're trying to prove it beyond that. Now, um, the first thing that I did uh, when I was asked to, to launch this, this consumer side, the non-medical side, was I said, I'm not letting anybody put a penny in until we try this on animals. Because you know at least basic safety and behavior, right? So we got the first six signals. I put in the first big chunk of money um, and made sure that we did this at a third party CRO um, out of San Diego called Crown Bio. And they were blinded. The the lab techs did not know which signals were on which cages. Um, They used 80 mice in the study. And um, it was a two days of behavioral studies and then 15 days of a you know, duration signal to make sure that they were safe throughout the 15 days, that there weren't any toxicological side effects or you know, serious adverse events or anything like that, right? Or superpowers, right? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, seriously. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah, so in the first few days, you know, the, the lab techs were able to see behavioral changes in the mice and they were 100% accurate in their guesses of which signal was on which, on which cage or not. No okay. signal at all. So that was the first preliminary data. That doesn't prove the tech. It just shows, okay, we can try to take the next step. Right? Cool. Um, and obviously the safety came back. Okay. Um, we did try cool. some really intense, we did try some intense signals, which actually I can't talk about too much, but um, that was favorable for us as well. We did another round of studies in August of 2019 on the mice. Uh, which came back favorable as well. And then since August, we've been working with about four to 500 humans. And that is anywhere from, you know, we're not playing it or we are playing it, let us know if you feel anything, to this is either an alert stimulant or a sleepy, you gotta tell us which is which. Um, But up to this point, our manufacturing, as you'll see on our Indiegogo, we don't have enough units to do a major test. These are like a couple people at a time you know right. a- anecdotal all we have is anecdotal evidence and the testimonial you know we've got 15 20 videos that you see on the page from yeah. big names and people that have tried it that, that were very skeptical we've got another list of 100 plus people's testimonials of what they did and if they were blinded or not we plan on doing our first round of sort of the 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 control blinded studies once we get our first 50 units here in like a couple weeks okay so they're coming they're coming from china now we're going to do do more of those studies but we are confident based on the first four to 500 users that people are going to enjoy this. We've seen their heart rate go up and down on different signals based on what we're saying, um, whether they know it or not, what the signal is. So we've seen enough of that data internally. Now we're going to do more of the, you know, in Palo Alto, we're doing several dozen people for an entire day, try everything. And you know, you don't know anything sort of stuff.
0: Okay. So let's get, um, Let's move on from from that and talk a little bit more about um, the campaign itself. And I want to start by dovetailing these two topics together, right? So you're out there marketing, you're getting the word out, you're testing. What sort of pre-launch buzz or, or marketing did you do prior to the launch of this product?
1: Well, so the, the idea came up, you know, we've raised millions of dollars. This isn't just like we needed only, we only needed $15,000 to get this thing off the ground. That, is, yeah. that was just for family and friends was the idea originally. Mm-hmm. So it was just our, some of our investors and family friends to sort of get the word out and test the market, what people would say, what questions they'd have. That was and the real goal. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've raised um, $3.5 million US and then uh, our Canadian partners are raising 5 million Canadian right now for us. Um, this was more of, okay, can we go out, do a soft launch with family, friends, and our networks? We really didn't do a ton. I mean, we did some really smart stuff with our investors. We've got about 50 investors on our side of things. Some big names, you know, we've got Bulletproof as a partner, Dave Asprey, he and his whole team have tried these signals. They love them. Um, you know, uh, genius network and Joe Polish. We just partnered with Jim quick, uh, mind Valley. If you've heard of him, he's like Oprah's brain coach and Okay. you know coach to the stars lebron james and will smith and those people um so we've got some big names um but you know also just a lot of people who are doctors scientists they, they're interested in this technology for years and they wanted to be a part literally all it was man is they just posted it and shared it with their network that was it right. so and, yeah, mostly word
0: about word of mouth
1: word of mouth they just clicked and, and shared and you know we gave them links that they can some secret, you know, backing. So there's, you know, a secret pricing, yeah. they can do bulk buys and well, then they see, just started sharing it.
0: I asked because I see a couple strategies that we recommend our clients employ. One of them is you have a private Facebook group for the launch. Yep. yep. So, that was great. Yeah. So just so you know, we got um,
1: Enzo and the team um, at Indiegogo have been helping us out a ton. Cool. Um, we know, we know Slava, the founder of Indiegogo. He's a, he's a good friend of several of our advisors. So we've had conversations with him as well about our technology, um, what we're doing and ideas for the, for the campaign. He's excited for us. Um, but yeah, so it's been a really good road. Um, we've we got a Facebook group. We've got about 350 people in it. We're, we're doing surveys on there at all times. You know, What's your favorite signal? How are you gonna right. use this? What do you think about the packaging? Give us ideas. That's been really helpful. Um, to get people's feedback, and then they just yeah. have a bunch of questions about the product, which can help yeah. us for our major major launch.
0: Yeah, we we, we usually implement that in the pre-launch phase uh, to kind of help have a discussion about some of the same things you're talking about, but but prior to launch. But but yep. that usually carries through launch, and that's running well too. I also see you've got uh, about four different ad sets up on Facebook. Um, yep. What kind of what kind of energy and effort are you putting into the Facebook ads?
1: Yeah. So. So just so you know, we, we got our first, I think seven, 650 backers, 750 backers almost with zero ads. Right. This was just word of mouth people sharing that the, with their networks, obviously bulletproof is uh, they right. have a large reach, um, uh, which is partly why we got, you know, a ton of people coming. They're Like what is going on here? Um, so we had, you know, a, probably 50,000 people come to the page in the first couple of days, just with organic traffic. So right. once that happened, we went from thinking well oh, this can be a soft launch with some family and friends and investors to okay this n- let's this is real let's make this more of our stronger soft launch not just really tiny launch our thought was just like let's get 50 to 100 units out to family and friends with this and mm-hmm. let's test out our marketing content our funnel our videos pictures features one of one of the big mistakes we made is we've got a ton of science and and data. And especially with our sister company, they have 15 years of data. Trials, you know, peer-reviewed journal entries and CNS oncology. We have the number one brain cancer surgeon in, a, in a, the world. Dr. Victor Levin did a huge peer-reviewed journal on us. They've knocked down SIRNA um, uh, molecules, uh, pathways. I mean, just amazing stuff. And we have all those articles. We didn't put that on this page to start because we were the consumer side. We didn't know we yeah. needed to. And, and then the trolls came a flying. And so now, and, and now we're like, well, crap, that was our mistake. We need to be able to be very clear. This thing has 32 patents, $80 million of testing over the last 15 years right. with our parent company. We've got all these studies that we've done in the labs and we've, we're in stage three now of FDA trials for their side with the medical side. So they're proving out the technology. They just released a white paper just a couple of days ago, with 37 major references to uh, approved FDA magnetic field devices and studies that are done about magnetic fields and how they cause a biologic effect, 37 major uh, links to this white paper. That should have been done minute one. Like right. that should have all been on this page,
0: but we had none of it, and that's our mistake. So have you, that have was, you seen? So since you've been doing, you know, we would call that validation. You know, yeah. The, so. The technical spot, risks and challenges, right, would be where it's kind of validation for the company. Um, since you've done that, have you seen the troll factor go down, or is it a steady stream? Um,
1: once the trolls hit, the trolls like to keep, keep hitting. Um, I, yes, a lot of scientists that came out of the woodworks in the first two weeks of the program were they did look at the white paper they've seen our they now see our science page they've seen a lot of the peer-reviewed journal entries and look we're not in scientific american yet i mean we don't have a major university that's done a 40 million dollar study but we do have especially with the work they're doing on in their medical indication that's one of the top um journals open journals in the world all right so that's big um but now yeah we've had a lot of conversations with the scientists and doctors that are like okay we got to talk here how on earth are you guys doing this at a subcellular level? And we can say what we can say. Some of it's under NDA, which they sign, and we can have great conversations there. But the other stuff is you know, basically what I've told you of how it's different than normal cool. transcranial stimulation. So right. you, you did ask about the advertising. So yeah, I was gonna loop here. back to that.
0: So yeah. you've got about, Facebook ads have been running for about five days, I can see. Yep, so we just started
1: that a couple of weeks ago, and that was just to test, right? Yep. So once we hit this level, we're like, you know what, let's try five, ten thousand dollars 10000 of advertising and see what, what that does, right? Yeah. Um, so we've done a ton of work in um, uh, Indiegogo has done a lot of advertising for us, which has been great. They put on some of their lists and um, their newsletters. We've got a, another company out of Vancouver, BC, that's helped with retargeting ads on Facebook and Google as well as, you know, um, lookalike campaigns yep. and certain interest groups that we know really love our products, right? So, um, those people have been, that, that's been really, really helpful to just see our cost per acquisition and yeah. interest rates and, and things like and that. And has, has,
0: are you pretty confident the remaining 300 or so backers that make up your thousands so far have come from the ads? Yeah, pro- probably at least 250. Okay, that's good.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. good news, right? And and we have a certain customer acquisition goal that we're trying to hit and with our advertising and so yeah, it's been it's so, been
0: very very good learning so far. So, what's really interesting to me looking at this is learning that your initial approach was basically a um, you know, a product validation exercise, not a fundraising exercise. <laughs> right. But kind of stumbled into the metrics of what could be a multi-million dollar campaign. Had you planned for that, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah, <clears throat> well, look, look man, um, this was the best decision we've ever made yep. because you don't know what you don't know, especially with a new technology like this, right? We yeah. want to get everyone's feedback. We're getting questions on, hey, you know, how old do you have to be? can you ship to different countries? Do I, can I do this with a pacemaker? We don't recommend that, right? Like what's, how do I use this? Why would I want this? I still like to drink alcohol and coffee. Why even, you know, so it helps with our messaging. It helps with the videos. It helps with everything. Right. So this is our beat up campaign. And now we get to use this as to create funnels for our major launch here in a few months.
0: Yeah. We've got 10,000,
1: we've got got 10,000 in manufacturing right now. Um, our first 50 are coming in like a week and a half. And once those are approved, they're going to start pumping out, you know, a couple hundred a day on the assembly line in Toledo, Ohio.
0: Yeah. So I think, I think that what's really interesting is, you know, normally when you would have, you know, you probably had one in those first few days, a quarter million dollars in pledges, right? Yeah. From, from the the insiders. Um, normally with, with pre-launch and, and building something that's look like audiences and have having those matured to come on the heels, you know, you'd be looking at a, a multi-million dollar raise here where I think it's interesting now is you're going to have not only that you're following those best practices as we speak, but yes. um, you're going to be able to um, get another, hopefully uh, I'd imagine with your manufacturing run another thousand or maybe 1200, 1500 backers as a bigger test pool. To, yep. to get some more data and some more feedback. So That's maybe right. if this next launch is a Shopify launch or a digital marketing launch, not necessarily a crowdfunding launch, right. it's only gonna inform that, that uh, subset of information and scare and exactly. those doubters even more.
1: Yeah. Right, and, and, and there's a level here of um, you know, a, a little bit of worry because this is a lot more people than we thought as, mm-hmm. a, as a soft launch. Um, and we've done tests on, like I said, four to 500 humans now and got their feedback using the app, trying the, the, just the first handful of products, Mm -hmm. but it's just a couple at a time, um, since August of last year. So that has really helped us iterate, you know, our, our, app right now is in version 1512, I think. So we've really got a ton of, you know, I've got a great team. We've got about six people working on it full time. We used product creation studios out of Seattle. They built the Neptune, and they're a really, really good team, about 200 people. They did our electrical engineering, mechanical engineering. They, they have the great certification side. Um, so that's really, really helpful. Um, we wanted to make it sleek and, and sexy, but we, you know, we wanted to get feedback on sizing and colors, and, you know, okay. this, is, and this isn't the first product, right? This is just, there's, there's a ton more form factors that we want to create, because once you understand our technology, we can deliver a magnetic field that's about this big, okay? Right. Imagine getting a sleep signal all night while you're sleeping with a pillowcase. And then sure. we, and we give you the alert signal five minutes before your alarm goes off to help throw you out of bed with energy for the day, right? And if there's signals throughout the night that can help you with, you know, we're still working in the labs. We have eight more signals going on in the labs, but certain things dealing with performance and um, sure. mental cognitive... What if we could do some of those throughout the nighttime as well to help your body reset? So that, that is an incredible product for the future.
0: Yeah. So for sure. So it, it sounds like you're, you're a little bit different than typically what we find in project founders because, because of your high degree of funding prior to launch. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, what, what, by the you... way,
1: by the way, that was another big uh, troll there, you know, there, everyone's like, they raised eighty million dollars. Well, then why do they need only fifteen thousand yeah. dollars on Indiegogo? It was like,
0: come on, yeah, it's a whole so different company. I, I, I can't disclose who we're working with, but um, there's if you look at the professional video and camera gear verticals, if you look at um, the uh, tech wearables, not not so much like you guys, but like um, yeah, uh, travel jackets, travel garments, whatever. Um, You're looking at companies that have, that are baking in um, product launches via crowdfunding um, to validate nuances in model. And um, I think that, you know, musical, we do a lot of work with MI, musical instrument companies, things like that. This is, this is a legit channel for, for funded companies to, to reduce waste in their product, you know, their product launches. You that's know, why we get, did it have less flat um um dead product at the end of the day um versus right. hey people didn't <laughs> like the middle size and want the small one or the big one great right let's only do those two when we go into the big runs you know well and it's
1: a favorable community
0: i mean it's it's a soft ground so all yeah. these
1: backers all these backers they can't wait to beat it up in a good way sure right yeah yeah they're excited they're going to give us feedback in the app they're going to give us feedback with their you know how long did it take them to feel it you know when which ones do they like the
0: most? Yeah. Hey,
1: you should change up. Change up. You should add a signal for this. You, you know, You, a, change,
0: you know, all a Funny. Things. A funny thing that I almost wish um, Indiegogo and Kickstarter would adopt is a name change of the community. Well, let's not call them backers anymore. Let's call them insiders. Insiders. That, yeah. That, that's what they truly are. Are these these really uh, really passionate um, fans of you know not only the the product but the people doing it, who want to be first and want to take part. Uh, you know, Jeff and I come from the music world, and that's what like the super fan was, right? You know, the person that's going to sign up for your that's fan club right. and and do the meet and greets right. of the shows and all that stuff. Like the the intimate knowledge of the inner workings is is what fuels them. And so, yeah. to me, an insider is a better name than a backer. But
1: yeah, I 100 agree. Insiders but, is the right name. Yeah. Because they, look, I, I, one thing that's cool is we have this, we just decided to try it. We have a thousand dollar level where you yeah. get unlimited subscriptions for life. You know, people, people are going to have three months free subscription and then yeah. they can subscribe, you know, for 15 to 20 bucks a month for all of our signals. What's and that's your, what's what's your launch. legacy member. The 999. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's fun about that? Half of those people, um, they have tried the product. So they're the yeah. ones
0: who, who love
1: it. And they're like, yep, I want. So, so you got seven left. How many
0: were available? 65, maybe. That's nice. All right. Yeah. So, successfully final listeners, seven of you get on that one. Well, yeah.
1: and, and, but that's the, that's the key is everyone's like, why would I want to subscribe to this? It's like, well, we'll give you, you know, use of some of the signals if you don't want to subscribe. It's not like yeah. you can't use it at all. But people love using this. I use it. I use it like five hours a day, man like literally five hours a day. And so does our whole team, like all of our coders. And while they're coding, they're doing the pick me up signal for focus. They're doing the calm signal after a, you know, a long day. Like people who yeah. have tried it bought that nine ninety nine one because they know that they're going to subscribe forever and they'd rather just do it once and get free membership forever.
0: So that's that, good news for us. Yeah, it's interesting. So that do you, that's, brings me to a last question of who is your customer? You know, who is I could as a person who sits behind my giant 4K monitors and is creating content for our clients and strategy for our clients 10 hours a day. Yeah, I can see, like, you know, what can I do to get off this drug? Yeah. <laughs> you know, to keep yeah. me going, uh, the Diet Coke for the listeners up um, <laughs> yeah. there, to, to something else. You know, I, I found it through exercise and listening to my Apple Watch and getting up and moving and, and all these other all these other um, routines in my day. Um, so I, I could totally tell like the, the coder community, the creative in the chair and the desk, that, that's definitely one of your people. Yep. Who else is your people?
1: So what we found is each signal is attractive to a different type of person, which is when you know you have a platform technology. Right. So coders, business people, that pick me up, that alert, that mental focus throughout the day, huge people with um stress and tension and they just want to relax at the end of a day that's the calm and relax and happy signals they love those so going on a flight is huge for this i use it every time i'm on a flight the like the, the relaxed signal literally melts your muscles yeah so I, have, I
0: use that yeah. the whole time i'm flying so um, i i, w- I would yeah. add to that um you know our, our double lives as musicians you know i'm ai i used to be a professional touring drummer and i Nice. I, just, I just finished a run of a month of doing a, uh, a high end musical here in Detroit as a drummer. And I got back into my Zen routine of the warm up. And, and I, I travel a lot flying for Woodshed. And yep. I do that. I do the same thing when I'm traveling that I do as I'm warming up right before a show I like, get those isolation headphones on. Get yep. my, you know, When I'm drumming, I get my brain focused doing paradiddles, to tower of power songs, You know, stuff like that. But yep. um, I could totally see. The the high performance musician athlete you know speaker yep. am I a, am I a CEO or a C suite business person who's got to yep. get you know I got to go deliver this talk or you know come up with a coronavirus attack plan here you yeah know? Well, um, so that's bio-packers. a world for you.
1: Yeah. Fire hackers. So people who do yoga, meditation, yeah. people who are in counseling. We, we've had huge trauma counselors who are going to give this to all of their patients just as a, a nice general wellness product after they're done with their therapies because it helps keep you balanced. Yeah. Um, but we, we were supposed to go to the huge Upgrade Labs convention in two weeks. It got canceled in California. But Martin Tobias, who founded that company with Dave Asprey, is on our advisory board. He's an investor. He's tried. Yeah, almost all of our signals with this whole biohacking team they love
0: them yeah I think, so I, that,
1: think, I think biohackers is huge but
0: yeah. for me the focus thing is what really keys me on several of those levels and i think that's why in major league baseball that whatever that bandit necklace was super popular yep. amongst pitchers because you're thinking about you know through the three hours or six or seven innings that you're pitching you yep. kind of got to have a stable focus move you know the those people don't want to be too high or too low when they're in the rest period, opposite innings, they want to be, you know, steady. And, yep. um, you know, if you're an actor on a set or if you're, you know, a pro athlete of any kind, or, um, I keep thinking in my mind, you know, someone running a, uh, a convention or MC at, uh, at one of these events or someone that you know needs to kind of yep. long periods of time, you know, video work, yeah. all that stuff. And when you drink,
1: this is, this is one important thing that a lot of our uh, trauma counselors and scientists are saying is sometimes you turn to things that actually throw you out of balance more than help you. But that does, right? So
0: yeah. Let's talk about our our friend Aspartame here. (laughs) So um, what, what, what this, what I noticed this does to me, and I'm trying to wean off of this now that I'm, you know, engaging the healthier chemicals in my body is um, it's almost like an opioid where, okay, I got to get focused and leveled off, but then yep. it, it's diminishing returns. And now, okay, all of a sudden I got to drink 11 of these a day to maintain yep. this over a long day. And that's just not healthy or, or good for right. anybody. So yeah. and, and look, and, and your desire to stay balanced and help
1: yourself be alert is a good desire, yeah. right? Everybody needs something to help them get more balanced throughout the day, whether they're too low or too high, or they need to relax or, you know, be focused. It's just the delivery mechanism that might have a lot of other side effects that hurt you, exactly. right? This exactly. is why alcohol kills people. People turn to alcohol to help them, yeah. whether it's a social lubricant or anxiety, whatever. Like alcohol is a cure-all for a lot of people until alcohol kills you yeah. or ruins your gut it, and your liver. Right?
0: Let's be honest, you know, again, realized this early in my drumming career, you know, psychologically we're not built to maintain a mood or a focus or, or something over these longer extended periods of time, you know, right. We're, we're, our our bodies are designed to kind of live from moment to moment to moment. And um, we're, we're artificially doing something to ourselves to get like that eight hour workday focus, you know, it's, you know, it's just, so chemicals aren't going to do it. Let's hope magnetic fields are right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's our
1: thought is, you, the the battery life is eight hours mm-hmm. a day and you can use the signals two hours at a time continuously and then we ask you for a 15 minute holiday break and then you can reload how you want to feel so oh. you could do a lot of times for 30 minutes at a time or an hour at a time or even 10 minutes before a meeting or whatever you yeah. can't drive with some of the signals the suppressants but any of the stimulant signals you can um but yeah i mean <laughs> that's, chair that's drivers.
0: Idea. <laughs> truckers and ride-share right.
1: drivers right that's exactly right. right. That's one of the biggest uh, potential audiences is people that have to focus for a long
0: time. Are, are you being strategic now in your Facebook ads of targeting like rideshare groups?
1: Um, no, not rideshare groups, all but right. we, are, we are trying a bunch of different lookalikes to gather feedback. Sean's later, pro tip idea.
0: of the day. Sean's pro okay. tip of the day. Facebook, Facebook groups are a untapped wealth. All right. Wow. First of all, you know what? Let's, let's break down Facebook best practices here, right? And the minute we voice this, they're going to catch on and change it. So this is probably only relevant for, you know, a few weeks here. Okay. But um, last summer, Facebook put a huge amount of energy into advertising Facebook groups, and they still are, right? You know, you saw it at the yeah. beginning of the baseball season with the uh, dads and daughters commercial that makes everyone cry every time they see it. Yep. Uh, yep. We show that in our marketing reel all the time is, is emotional advertising, right? And you're seeing it now with that god awful kazoo um, group video or commercial that's out there, right? So oh. now, that I, now that I've said it, you will not be able to escape it, right? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yep. I know. So um, Facebook wants us to start taking these dialogues and conversations that I'm using the word tribal in a technical sense, you know, that hey, here we are, you know we're all of the same mindset politically or we're all into this, you know, baseball team or soccer team or whatever, and start to move those interest groups into a tighter knit community. That's more likely to actually know each other or have interpersonal relationships and hopefully less toxic relationships. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rideshare drivers, pick any region, they all have a private Facebook group, right? And the participation is super high because they're, you know, yes, they're pretty toxic in complaining about the people they give rides to. Um, but they are actually having a lot of best practices sharing and dialogue.
1: Brilliant. Um, I love it.
0: Um, one of the things we're recommending that our clients do is with, with whatever verticals they're working in and, and we're when we're figuring out these interest groups, is we want them to, you know, ask to be a part of some of the Facebook groups that are in their field, right? So we just had a, a big fitness client. Um, is, is trying to ship, can't ship because of coronavirus, but had a great campaign. And um, he was in a bunch of different, um, like a Tabata Facebook group, a hit Facebook across a CrossFit, huh. you know, it, well, let's look at all these different verticals and just be a good citizen and a member of that group, right? Not like, hey, buy my thing, buy my thing. Right. Contribute to the dialogue. Contribute to the conversation. So I think a really interesting thing for you, um, you know, pick a couple regions, maybe you know Phoenix and Seattle, wherever you know Toronto, wherever you guys have some some yep um, some mental space. Pick a couple of those groups, maybe in rideshare. I know video editing and film production. Those of us that sit behind our desks like zombies all day, we have those groups. And, and have, start to engage in conversation around yeah. how do you regulate your mood? You know, how do you stay love in that, that, that rideshare car for 14 hours? And that gives you the ability to learn a little bit from them and then say, hey, you know, it's interesting. I'm developing something. Would you like maybe I'll send you a few that you can pass around your group and try? And you can build some of, you know, this four or five hundred people that were your, your first wave of test. Um, that you had prior to launch you yeah. can do this organically through Facebook and the cool thing is you have your pixel codes right if you're doing everything right on the back end shh, everybody this is the evil stuff we do <laughs> now, now you have a data set yeah. that you've eliminated probably thousands of dollars in high cost per click variables yeah. uh, by casting the net wide now you're already down to an audience that's almost ready for the purchase of the funnel and you can build lookalikes off of that and really, really learn from it. And that's all that, organic. Yeah.
1: That's, that's just, awesome.
0: That's just, you know, pick a person that you're paying hourly to do social media. Hey, look, be a good citizen. Spend some time. Here's some information you're armed with. Go, go participate in these groups. And now when you do run ads, you have a much, much better data set. I like it. And a group of insiders. I love it. Facebook
1: groups. Well, that was worth the price of admission right there, <laughs> sir. Yeah.
0: Just one minute. You. That's a great idea. And then Pinterest. We'll, we'll talk about Pinterest another time, but if you're not paying attention to Pinterest, you are wrong. All right. <laughs> that, that's I love idea. it. But um, yeah, so that's great. So, wow. Okay. You know, so what, let's, let's do the, the promo business here with happy. Okay. We've got, uh, as we're recording 10 days left. So, you know, when this thing posts uh, uh, podcasters, we got about a few days left to get on here. Uh, we've talked about the $1,000 subscription reward. What's the hot reward? What's the one that everyone should be focused on?
1: Well, there's a few left at the 359 level. There's 28 left of those. We've sold, obviously, hundreds and hundreds of those. That's a really good price. I think overall retail is going to be 399 okay. So this is still a really good discount for people. We're also giving several months free subscription to everybody. I mean... The, the fact that people are buying that legacy member is great. I don't expect anybody here to just drop a grand. But <laughs> if you were to try this first, you, you know, and you like the product, it makes sense, right? Because you'd never have to pay a subscription ever. Yeah, so um, we're, we're
0: picking up on this as, as we get the device and the subscription is to updated moods, right? Updated yep. signals. Yeah.
1: That's right. Choose how you feel at any time throughout the day. And that's really helpful for people to stay balanced and not turn to, you know, potentially harmful chemicals.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So cool. So yeah, go out and check it out. Happy, choose how you feel. Um, And when is, when does this batch ship to backers? So uh,
1: we're looking late April, (laughs) late April, early May, coronavirus is obviously hurting everybody. But last, you know, we have most of our product already in Toledo, Ohio to be assembled at our manufacturer. We still are waiting on the coils that go around the head or the neck. That's the last piece. And uh, once our 50, uh, the 50 are going to arrive next week. And so we'll be able to prove those 50, and then they can just start finishing up everything and then assembling. So late April, early May. It might become later May now just in case, but yeah. it looks, it's looking pretty good.
0: Perfect. All right. So that's All it, right. everybody. Go check out Happy. Um, man, thanks for, thanks for talking to us, Scott. This has been a really cool interview. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I love right. your podcast. You guys are thanks. great. Take
0: care. All right. All right. All right. Thanks so much to Scott Donnell, Donnell from uh, Happy, and a really, really interesting conversation about a uh, very curious product. Very, very, curious product. I hope it does what he says. I hope. I hope it's real. I hope that uh, that you uh, can wear it on, and I can change the movie and maybe get off this diet coke addiction i got going on so uh so yeah well let's do a little bit of woodshed business let's 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 talk about woodshed agency we are woodshed agency uh jeff wenzel jeff fuzzy wenzel myself and i we are digital marketers we are storytellers um we are experts at pay-per-click advertising and we've learned a little a thing or two about crowdfunding you know if you're a uh, a project creator or you get an idea for a product or you're thinking about doing a Kickstarter or an IndieGoGo or you know your, your company's a little bit mature and you need to do some uh, some capital injection you're thinking about running a uh, equity crowdfunding campaign on the public a start engine a we Funder. Um, we do a lot of those we work with our clients we help our clients raise money we help we help turn dreams into reality back here. Um, so so we to learn about how your project can be better or you're struggling or, or, or you, you want to learn some best practices go to woodshed.agency our website and sign up for a free consultation we will be able to get on the phone with either Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel or myself and uh, we'll check out your project we'll listen to what your ideas are what you're what you're working on what you're struggling with we'll, we'll explore together what's working what's not working and if we can figure out a way to help you get successfully funded and and maybe just maybe might be an opportunity to work with us direct, maybe become a client and uh, and see what Woodshed Agency has to offer, and see if we can help you uh, get that idea across the finish line, help help you hit that goal. So Woodshed Agency, the crowdfunding guys, the digital marketing guys, the paperclip guys, the storytelling guys—that's um, what we do. So check us out. Um, until then, we're going to be social distancing over here. We're we're going to be moving the rig back to the home office so we can, uh, put some, some space between the bodies here. We're going to be, uh, taking a break, uh, if you will, from working in the office and go back to working at home. And, uh, so, you yeah, know, let's go out with another one of, uh, my favorite Sugar People tunes. Uh, if you don't know which agency Jeff and I met, uh, doing a band called the Sugar People. And that's all the music you've been hearing on this podcast and, uh, when I had the opportunity to come in and guest host, I could like manipulate the playlist and, and play you the stuff that I had the most fun drumming to. And uh, <clears throat> this track right here, Take a Break, it starts off a little slow. It starts off with some uh, you know, some pretty atmospheric, some, some pretty interesting vibes, a little bit of a, a menacing undertone with that guitar. But then it turns into probably one of the best damn distorted Stratocaster guitar hooks I've ever heard Mr. Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel play. And uh, I'll tell you why, there ain't no better feeling than sitting back and playing a bat groove behind that uh, that guitar whip and that guitar hook. So uh, here we go. We'll take you out with Take a Break. Everyone, take a break from this coronavirus. Take a break from from anything fun, any events. Take a break from crowds. Wash your hands. Let's uh, lower this curve and help save some people that are against the coronavirus. Here. Until next time. Happy podcasting.